time for VidPow Tube Talk, everyone's favorite podcast for video marketing tips. Brought to you by VidPow. What's up, everybody? This is Jeremy Vest from VidPow.com. Today, I have Dane Golden. What's up, Jeremy? How you doing? Hey.com, Dane Golden. <laughs> what up? Today, Dane's going to be interviewing me about... Yeah. The- about selling with video. That's actually the topic I'm going to be speaking on at VidCon. If any of you guys out there are going to the VidCon industry track in late June, definitely come by my uh, early nine o'clock uh, <laughs> class, which uh, people are usually late at. But um, all right, so I'll let yeah. Dan, I'll let Dan yes. take over now. So, yeah, first of all, um, as you know, Jeremy, I am anytime you're talking at any conference, I am in the front row taking notes and frankly, I'm taking photos with my iPad, too. So I'll, I'll look forward to that. But um, but you have some very thought out and, and, and sort of cutting edge theories about selling with with YouTube and other video and also conversion, um, you know, conversion is just. It's sort of like selling. It's just sort of meeting a goal, whether it's to download something or sign up for something or buy something or, you know, it's a lead gen or demand gen type of thing. And and YouTube is what, you know, I focus on. You, you, you deal with all sorts of video, but wanted to talk to you about this because a lot of times people just have no clue where it fits in the conversion equation. Sometimes it's only the last click that gets counted and, and gets attributed to the sale. So what, so your, your, your session is going to be called selling with video. Is that right at VidCon? Yes. Yeah. So, so basically we're going to be breaking down the top selling video ads and, and really describing and understanding why they became successful. Um, well, let, let me let me interrupt you before sure. you say that. When you say the top selling video ad, what is a what is a selling video ad? How do I know it's a it's a top seller? And what does it what's it mean to be a selling ad versus a different kind of ad? You know, it's interesting. I mean, any type of video can fundamentally sell stuff, right? So if you um, are changing the carburetor on your car. And the guy's like, hey, I, I, you know, soft sell. He's like, I, I use this brand because it's cheap, AutoZone. Um, you may just go run out to AutoZone and buy that cheap party mentioned, even though he wasn't even trying to sell it because it fits the need, right? So there's a, a multitude of ways to sell from informational and how to and um, why to. There's a million types of videos, but specifically what I'm talking about is like a squatty potty type video or a dollar shave club video where it's very, very serious commercial. Now, it's funny. It's it makes you laugh, but there's a, a deep, uh, almost infomercial-ish style of very, very, very strategic way to sell someone. So they start by describing what the problem is. Um, I love how Fiberfix did this. Basically, how are you going to describe to someone that duct tape is not as good as the product you're selling? That's a hard thing because duct tape's awesome, right? Well, what they did mm-hmm. is they uh, drove a car off a cliff with uh, with a roll cage with duct tape, and then they did one with a roll cage with Fiberfix, which is fiberglass um, 
reinforced tape and they were able to let people know hey if you want to actually fix something use this type of tape and not duct tape so it's very very powerful visual um product demonstrations and with pretty hard hitting facts of why you should go from watching this video to purchasing something online so that that's what i say when i'm saying a sales video do they in general in these types of themes do they look directly and speak directly to the viewer yeah most of the time for very successful sales videos someone's looking you right in the camera right into the eyes they've got a tight shot window you know the eyes are the window to the soul so there's a subconscious um hey i may like this person or i may trust this person if you can see the whites of someone's eyes so yeah there's a lot of strategy with eyes and people being close to camera um people are typically talking directly to you and um yeah definitely and I wanted to add just a little pitch for my own work that we we did a study with TubeBuddy about the word you and being used in various forms, you, your, yourself, et cetera, in the first few seconds. And you were quoted in the beginning of that uh, study with your own thoughts on the topic. But we found that dramatically using the word you can increase views and likes and comments over not saying that word, do you think the word you is important? I do, especially in selling, because you're not talking at someone. You're, you know, looking someone, staring them right in the camera and, and trying to explain that the person watching this video is a part of something that needs to be changed. When you're when you're when you when you're doing a salesperson in person, you're selling somebody something at an electronic store. You look at them and you say, "This is what it'll do for you." Right. right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The power of you is huge, and you guys should definitely, definitely see that study. I think it's hey.com/slash something like that. I have it on my website, hey.com. The power of you. Uh, uh, not exactly. Okay. Something like that. Go to hey.com. Um, <laughs> But um, so, Jeremy, a lot of these videos that we've seen uh, by you and other friends of ours, the, these you could call them. Would you say they're selling videos? Is that what the grouping is? Yeah. Yeah. Sells well, videos. well, they're they're highly produced. Is that the only way to go? Is there a way you can do it yourself? How do you determine if you need a several hundred thousand dollar budget or you just need a iPhone? You know, I, I think telling a story, it really doesn't matter about the budget. Um, I will say that we've codified these top, you know, between 20 and top 100 ads that, that do well. And we found the real theme here beyond video production itself are the quality of jokes, the actual product itself being something that's better than the, you know, the rest of the crowd. Um, if it's a me too product, meaning it's just better, cheaper, faster, what have you, it usually doesn't work well. If it's a unique product like squatty potty, a, a stool for your toilet, um, <clears throat> those type of products seem to do really well because a stool for the feet next to your toilet. <laughs> I get it. Okay. 
I guess you're not putting your toilet on a stool. That would be awesome, though. Uh, <laughs> um, but, it, you know, the more unique um, and the better the story that you can tell, then I think personally, uh, you know, an iPhone version of these ads would do just as well. As mm. long as the eyes were well lit and the audio was perfect. If those two criteria are not met, then I think the high-end video production is going to do well. Also, you know, from a subconscious level, especially people that are a little older, like over 30 years old, um, that's not old, by the way, I'm 40, <laughs> but, but um, are used to television commercials. So a lot of people actually get a little weird about buying a product from like a non-polished, um, you know, commercial. Having said that, the more authentic you are, the more real it is, you know, the reason people are going to buy that carburetor for someone from, you know, from some shade tree mechanic um, YouTube video on how to replace your, your carburetor or whatever alternator um, is because it's just a dude saying, hey, this is, you know, I, I'm not financially, you know, incentivized to sell this. This is just what I use. I like it and it works. So I think that there's also, you know, something to be said for the opposite side of, of quality video production because of the authentic nature. Um, if, you know, a little kid, 13-year-old, is uh, doing one of those those fidget spinners and they see another 13-year-old that's like, hey, I really like the, the quality of these bearings better because of these seven reasons, that you know, odds are that 13-year-old doesn't have an affiliate link and is not making money. It's just the actual solution that that, that uh, the other kid was looking for. It's like, I want so, the fastest bearings. I want the best quality. And, you know, so there's a lot of ways to sell. So, and, and, and it can be well-produced and authentic, too. Absolutely. They're not mutually exclusive. Absolutely. But I, I want to ask you a very important question. I want you to be entirely honest with me. If you spend all this money in production, A, can you just do nothing and let it just upload any old time and it'll sell and sell and sell? Or can you buy just a whole bunch of views of people watching in Malaysia and then get it to sell? Yeah, that's a, that's a, a good question. I, I will say that I think the answer lies in how big your actual brand and audiences. So, for example, if Red Bull, I don't know how big their subscriber base on YouTube and Facebook is now, but obviously we know it's huge. Big. It's big. So, if they were to do a viral ad, a funny comedy ad, I'm guessing just because they have millions and millions of people that are going to see that and then press and, you know, like um, maybe, you know, a CNN or, or Mashable or, you know, Wired or some big magazine may be picking it up just because it's Red Bull. Um, I, I do think there's a actual case study to be made that if your brand's big enough and the video's good enough, you could, you could make it happen on its own. Um, if you already have a huge platform. Yeah. And, and a, an example of that is we did a lot of work with Car and Driver magazine this year with uh, Facebook Live, and we got them over 10 million organic views with $0 spent. Huge. You know? So, I mean, they also have 2 point something million 
followers on Facebook. So everyone were, was getting those live Facebook notifications. So, yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said for that. Now, the, the unicorn brands, they can do that. Most of the rest of us, <laughs> we, you know, even brands like Squatty Potty and Fiberfix, you know, 60 to 90% of those views are paid. It's an ad. And you are able to have a cost per acquisition and you're able to budget that in uh, to the manufacturing and marketing of the products so that you can sell more products. So what most of us don't realize about these big, awesome ads are their actual ads. People are spending money and they have been able to dial down a cost per acquisition uh, you know, inexpensive enough to keep on selling more products. It's all about ROI. And it's not just that you're just um, paying for this to be a pre-roll or whatever, but there's other parts to it. It's how you're doing that targeting. What platforms are you doing it on? How you're, how you're splitting up the promotion of it on Facebook and Instagram and elsewhere and then how you're doing the organic or PR, right? I mean, these are are these not all pieces that make it happen? Yeah, the hardest part about doing one of these type of ads is everything kind of has to fall in line. You know, the the landing page, the converting landing page has to be amazing. Um, the distribution plan, um, the PR and marketing plan, uh, the cost per view and acquisition and the platform – I mean, it, it's hard. It's like, you know, to do one of these type of, you know, squatty potty style ads, it's like six months worth of work for an agency. I mean, it's a lot of work. And when you get that video done, and, you know, a lot of these videos now, it's like half a million dollars. Um, uh, obviously, you can do it for a lot less. Um, you know, that's like the starting point. That's not even, once you have the video done, you still have to make hundreds of ads and, um, remarketing and retargeting and you know you still have to do tests every day for a few months and I mean it's it is an unbelievable amount of work um, to just stumble upon to get these things right it's all science it's all multivariant testing and I think a lot of marketers just don't realize that the people making these ads are some of the smartest people uh, in this industry in the world it, it it takes a lot of effort to make everything look like it didn't take much effort. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think that that's a good point to stop, huh? Absolutely. So and, go see Jeremy at VidCon. And Dane Golden, where can people find you and what in the, what in the world do you do? Yeah, I help manage channels for companies. Uh, I love B2B tech companies best. Um, that have tons of videos on their channel, international channels. Love doing that for people. Companies named hey.com. And uh, check us out there or follow me at Dane Golden everywhere. Friend me on LinkedIn. Awesome. And you can find me at Jeremy at vidpal.com or vidpal bam everywhere. Vidpal is really focused on helping businesses with video marketing strategy. So we help from auditing what's happening to developing plans uh, to helping to execute um, tests of those plans to training. Um, and we're really strategists. We have over a billion views for our customers now. And um, we're kind of a big deal. No, I'm just kidding. 
Hey, Dan. Kind of a big. <laughs> Until next week. Keep talking to. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tube Talk. Want to help grow Tube Talk? Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. Questions? Comments? Email them to us at tubetalk at vidpow.com.